0: Welcome in to the All Talk Podcast. This is your host, Jeffrey Woodruff. Today is Thursday, March 26th, March, the month that will never end. And it feels like I haven't done a podcast in like two months. From from this time last week to today feels like an eternity, but it feels good. And, and you guys are going to like this. Oh. That's a Michelob Ultra that I'll be enjoying throughout the entirety of this episode. And I apologize, Shinerbach, who was featured on last week's episode, we were just burping way too much. I had to edit probably like five or six burps out between Aaron and myself last week. So we're switching over to Michelob Ultra for this week, and it's going down good. And on top of the Michelob Ultra, we have a great show coming your way What's happened over the past couple of weeks, the past week, really, we're going to be taking a look back at week one of the quarantine and all of our lessons learned because this is sort of the new normal now, folks. So we are going to take a look back at what we've learned from week one. David O'Hara also makes his triumphant return to the All Talk pod to announce an exciting development in both of our professional lives. Well, kind of. We also have Pete the Dumbass has resurfaced into our life, a little Bachelor update that's came across my radar. We've also got some sports updates because, thank God, the NFL is still happening. And then, of course, we will take a look at the weather, get you ready for quarantine weekend number two, and get you well on your way. Alrighty, let's hop right on into this moth. Moth. Okay, we are still in lockdown. I'm, I'm in Dallas, Texas, I think. Most of my 13 out of 13ers... God, episode 13 already, wow. That's 13 weeks that some of you have been tolerating my voice in your headphones, in your car radios. So before we get into quarantine, thank you. 13 out of 13ers, especially. One out of 13ers, you're included in that group as well. We actually welcomed in uh, Will's Weideman. Shout out to Will who's made a public appearance joining the Y'all Talk Pod family on Twitter this past week. But we have lessons learned from week one of the quarantine. And unfortunately, 2020 is not anyone's year. This it it just truly cannot be. The new decade was supposed to be ripe with excitement and development and everyone taking the next step forward in their life, and their careers. 2020 was supposed to be a dream. And now, like you others, we are in a government-mandated shelter-in-place. Thank you to coronavirus. And it's been impacting us, obviously, all of March. We were we were ahead of it a little bit over here at the All Talk Pod. Thank you to my research and scientific department for getting us in the know when it comes to diseases and viruses around the world. The All Talk Pod, let me remind you, we're talking about coronavirus all the way back in episode 7. All right, folks. So if you think that episode 12 felt like a year ago, go check out episode 7. We were already talking about coronavirus, so it's been with us all the way since mid-February. It's totally ruined our March, and it is extending, probably not going to be able to go out to bars until May at the earliest, which I'm still trying to grapple with. But it's impacted us a lot, and 2020, unfortunately, did not pan out the way that we think it was going to, but who knows? Maybe we can have a, a big finish to the year, make 2020 our boy, as we expected it to be. But for now, we're social distancing, and... For us at the All Talk Pod, that's especially difficult. We've got a whole segment every episode that's Bar of the Week. That's all. We want to go out to bars on the weekends. We love seeing our friends. We want all the listeners to dominate their weekends. Dominate your Sunday, no matter what. But times are changing Social distancing is a very important part of our life for the foreseeable future, the next eight weeks or so. Whatever the scientists say. I'm just listening to the scientists so all of you listeners out there, do your best to social distant yourself. Walk yourself in your room. Listen to my voice. Actually, one of my listeners puts her AirPods in when she goes on walks, and she said it's just like taking a walk, me and her. So walk yourself in the room, throw on the pod some old episodes, and we can have a nice little conversation while you're social distancing. Flattening the curve, very important. That means no more booze gatherings on Saturdays. Keep it to your household members. All right, I don't want you inviting ever all your friends over. I know Dallas, it's a beautiful weekend. We've got like 85 out right now. A little sneak peek of weekend weather there for you. But no pool gatherings, no big group gatherings. Let's just fight through the social distancing phase. Use those WebEx Zoom meetings to have virtual happy hours with your friends. And hopefully by everyone's combined efforts, we will stop being tortured by working from home, which is normally supposed to be an enjoyable thing. All my previous work from home experience was always very enjoyable. I loved working from home. And last week was tough. It was a big culture shock, I think, to a lot of people that, hey, work ain't stopping just because we're at home. So it was so important to get into that routine. If you didn't listen to me last week, get into your routine just do what you do when you normally get into work. I wake up, I shower, get ready for the day. Actually wear, here's a pant plug for you, all my dude listeners out there. Mack Weldon Sunday loungers. These pants have changed my life. I wear them on the regular. They're like sweatpants. They've got a zipper, a button. You can wear them to, wear them Sunday best. Mack Weldon Sunday loungers. You can wear them as your Sunday best to mass whenever it starts up again. But get back to your morning routine Because we're working from home for a while. So you've got to be productive, wake up, shower, get your breakfast, have a strong start to the morning. Go get yourself a monitor. Monitors are game changers. It's an investment and it makes a huge difference because if you are only dealing with one screen while you're working from home, I'm sorry. I don't know how you're still alive. So go grab yourself a monitor. Actually, got a sweet. 32-inch Samsung that I'm probably a little bit more excited about than I should be, but I'm a monitor guy, I guess, so go ahead and get yourself set up, get a nice start to your morning, work from home is not leaving anytime soon, but I will say I feel like this week has ran smoother than last, so I think we're trending in the right direction, which is always a wonderful thing, but what is not going to be easier is the weekend, because I was I was laying around way too much last weekend. Need to get out there, get excited, get some activity in. But I guess now that we're on like a social mandated shelter in place, whatever, lockdown, that's going to be hard to do. So if anyone has good weekend suggestions other than sitting around and putting on the quarantine 15, that's what I'm calling it because we loaded up on snacks, bags of chips. I can sit down and crush chips. A full bag of chips, no problem whatsoever, and we're loaded up on chips because we thought the grocery stores were going to shut down, so all of my quarantine snacks are going right through me. Got a family-sized bag or a family-sized set of Oreos. <sighs> Oreos are undoubtedly the best late-night snack, like nighttime, bedtime. Go get yourself a couple of Oreos, get a glass of milk. Mmm, wow. I'm going to have some Oreos tonight. But the quarantine 15 has not been good for us. Between the chips, the gross amount of chips, the family-sized Oreos, and the Shiner Box that I've been drinking. we Again, everyone was running around in a stir. People were buying up. We're all aware. We all watch the news. People were buying up everything. You go to your local Trader Joe's, shout-out former grocery store of the week, and they've got empty shelves. So when you go there and you see stuff that's available, you're buying three or four five of those things so which which has now changed actually they're putting a two item limit on their shopping at Trader Joe's so looking out for the community thank you Trader Joe's as always a great establishment but when it came to shiners Michelobes wine doesn't matter stocked up on alcohol too because what would have been worst case scenario liquor stores closed you don't have any alcohol to do anything on the weekends and you're just sitting around twiddling your thumb so I've got a fridge full of shiners, and they're not just going to sit in there and drink themselves, so I've adapted to the situation. I'm staying fluid, and I'm enjoying a little bit more alcohol than I would on a regular week, which is just adding on, tacking on to the quarantine 15. But there's really nothing wrong with doing that, okay? I'm working from home all day. I, I said it a couple of weeks back that you need to have some sort of event or signal that puts an end to your work day because we're not moving around a lot. We don't have that scenario or situation or event that lets your mind know that, hey, work is done, relaxation time after work time has began, because we, we are big proponents of work-life balance over here, at, except for my staff. My staff is going 24 hours a day. They love work, though. But we're big proponents of work-life balance over here, so my little symbol is just cracking that beer, cracking that shiner, Today I'm cracking that Michelob and that just lets me know that, hey, it's okay to shut down that laptop for the day. Enjoy your beer. So I encourage you, you know what? Don't shame yourself. Don't shame anyone for having some extra drinks in this trying times because for a lot of you, this is uncharted territory, especially for my beard boys out there. You know who you are. You guys, if you haven't yet, now is the time to start growing out that beard because you are... You're flying right through that awkward stage of the patchiness, the stubble, the weird half-beard. I went through it. I'm still going through it. So I'm really focusing on my downtime, my quarantine time right now, is letting the beard grow out. So you boys, you boys that started with me last week, I know I tweeted it last night, push through. You have got it. Let that thing flow. Let it grow. And you know what? You might just surprise yourself. I've seen some good beards out there. Johnny Norton. Great mustache right now shout out north but between the booze and the food quarantine 15 is sliding perfectly into our lives right for pool season which I'm very excited about so it is also important to stay active I'm cranking out 50 push-ups a day and I did it for three I started last Wednesday so the 18th and I was embarrassingly sore after the first couple of days of doing it, but I'm back on it. I I, I actually did 55 today, so I'm going up by uh, five increments, got my base level in. But I'm staying fit. I'm staying active. Honestly, I'm probably doing more stuff than I was before. So this is a good time to find your inner workout self. Do something easy if you're just beginning. Crank out 50 push-ups with me per day. It's it's actually really easy. Just break it up. What I was doing was 20, 15, 15. Boom, then you're right to 50. Takes no more, should not take you more than like seven minutes realistically. But I was also tagged in a couple Instagram challenges, got five burpees in. Uh, don't comment on my vertical or my form. I already received enough feedback on that, but got five burpees in. Also something else, you guys need to kind of chill with the Instagram challenges because unless it's for like some sort of benefit or research or donations to Towards a good cause. What the Instagram challenges flow, but if it isn't, just stop. No one cares if you i was seeing the young folk, because I'm a millennial technically. Last of the millennials, 96 baby. I saw some Gen Zers jumping in their pants. What is that about? Gen Zers? No one needs to see that on Instagram. No one needs to see that you can bust out like four weak shaky arm push-ups. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna shame push-up shame anyone because I'm sure mine are just as bad. You all saw my burpees. But chill out with the Instagram challenges. I understand that we're all in quarantine time. It's very difficult. We're all trying to shake off our quarantine 15. But find or chill a little bit with it. So in conclusion, week one of quarantine reminded us that social distancing is very important. Take it seriously. Get your routine down for work from home Keep an eye on your quarantine 15. Do not let it get over 15 pounds, or I will personally shame you. Treat yourself to a little bit more alcohol on the weekdays. It'll help make things a little bit better. Stay active in your apartment. Join me in the 50 push-ups per day. Love to see everyone with a ripped chest for pool season. And, of course, chill out with the Instagram challenges. But we're getting better, okay? Week 2 was a little bit better than Week 1. Hopefully, Week 3 will be a little bit better than Week 2. And then with everyone doing their part when it comes to SD, social distancing, maybe there won't even be like a Week 6 or 7. So let's keep our fingers crossed. PVO, we're going to get through it together. Now let's talk to David O'Hara. Alrighty, well... Welcoming back David O'Hara, the, ch- what are you, editor-in-chief, founder, operator, The Weather Report. Welcome back, Dave. Yeah, it's good to have
1: you. It's great to it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm not really having you.
0: Well, you are, kind of.
1: Wow. That's, again, it's an honor to be here. Yeah.
0: It feels like just yesterday that you were on, I think you were on episode nine of, of the All Talk pod, and uh, what a time it was, but... You're not in the studio yeah. like you were last time. You are calling in from beautiful Florida, correct? I am. It's uh um
1: it's great to be safe. I hope everyone else is safe. Yeah, and I think the last time it's interesting because the last time I listened to the All Talk Pod,
0: episode 9 was in an airport. Huh.
1: Right before this whole ordeal kind of occurred, right before the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, if you could say was yeah, it's definitely a crisis. The, pan-
0: the pandemic, so, some have some have dubbed it. T- yeah. t- times have changed rapidly since the last time that you've been on the All Talk Pod. But we appreciate yeah. you coming back. Uh, the weather report still pumping out.
1: Yeah, we're still alive. We have our runway is is
0: short and narrow, but we're still alive. The economic downturn is affecting all businesses, including including
1: including free newsletters. <laughs>
0: Especially the newsletters. But it's good to have you on. Uh we've we've got an exciting announcement actually between the All Talk Pod and the weather report. So we're gonna be doing a little collab to keep you guys informed on what's breaking each week to where we're gonna be analyzing a couple of the accessory clouds of that week's edition, taking a sneak peek into next week's edition, and you know, as a business major mergers, partnerships good very good always good and uh i'm excited dave you excited
1: i'm excited yeah i i can uh definitely can't complain anytime i can get online maybe have a beer or two while talking about random miscellaneous things i'm always excited for that always in What, what are you drinking uh right now i'm drinking a bud heavy and I could be switching over to a Coors latte uh
0: quickly. So we'll we'll see. I'll announce the change uh if it happens mid-pod. At this point, I think everyone's gonna be expecting it to happen, so we're gonna need we're gonna need that to happen. You're gonna need to okay. yug, yug that butt heavy.
1: I'll do my best. I'll do my I'm trying to keep the, the brain free and clear.
0: As it always should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh we're excited to have you back on, obviously, and not only is corona dominating our lives, but it's dominating the news cycle. But the weather report doesn't focus on stories like the corona. For you, for those who may be tuning in for the first time and and may have not listened to, to David's feature on episode 9, the weather report highlights some stories that may be missed, some stuff that flies under the radar but it's stuff that's important, and it, it has an impact. Dave, you do a great job of, of sort of relating it back to, to real life, I guess you can say. And I think this last week has been the same. So this past week was episode or edition seven. Is that right, Dave? Yeah. yeah. And one of the stories that I was looking at and something that's just overwhelmed us, TikTok is really blowing up. And, and you talked about it for just a little bit, so... I'm curious to get your thoughts on just the app itself from like a social standpoint, how it's impacting the users and maybe some, some stories that, that you wrote about from this past edition.
1: So, so TikTok is, is a pretty interesting app. I mean, so from, so there are multiple angles here. So from a marketing angle, every marketer wants to talk about TikTok strategy. Um, because, you know, TikTok, I think I, I read this week that TikTok had 800 million monthly active users. That's a lot. Which
0: is almost a third of Facebook's monthly active users. So Facebook has like 2.5 billion monthly no. active users. Maybe it's not a lot. Uh, well, no, that's a lot. So, that, I mean,
1: Facebook is the most, Is I don't think there are any, I, I would almost guarantee there are no other platforms with more than 2.5 billion monthly active users. So TikTok is huge. The eyes are there. And where eyes are, marketers follow. So like big marketing strategy talk right now is TikTok. So there's that. There's also the fact that the coronavirus has increased, you could say, the user Uh, I'm seeing the number of monthly active users and the and the spread of TikTok um, content all over. I mean, everyone's doing it because no one has anything to
0: do. I, I've I've recently seen people very near and dear to my heart who, because you and I were, were 23, 24, I, our group, our age group never really got into TikTok like as an early no. adopter. But now since quarantine has started, people near and dear to my heart who have never been on TikTok are we're now selling out. Are now flooding me with TikToks, and I. it's kind of scary. And as a man who was very active on Vine back in the day, I respect what TikTok is doing from like a platform and content perspective because I get it. They're short videos; they're consumable. But I'm not changing. I'm not switching. TikTok is like my dark side right now, and that just yeah. may speak to that yeah. I'm getting old, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Well, so I'm gonna. I will. I'm gonna click this. I don't know if you could hear that
0: on on your side, but I did switch over to the Coors <laughs> Light. Um, did you finish the Bud I Heavy, or did you just switch over? I did.
1: I finished. Thank um, God. But so so when you say dark side, it's it kind of like it kind of gets me going because the thing that's really in, it's really interesting about TikTok is that it's known and like uh, tested to be addictive. And the reason for that is that the, the algorithm that curates the feed is really good at determining exactly what you like. I mean, it's the same way that Instagram targets ads towards you, Facebook targets ads towards you. They're using a similar algorithm to figure out the content that you like that you consume and then suggest new content for you to consume. So it's really hard I've heard I mean, I've heard a lot of people say it's really hard to stop
0: scrolling. It's a never-ending uh, feed. It's never-ending, and and it seems it always
1: seems that it's stuff that you really like, and so you keep scrolling. And then the other problem, which kind of, it surfaced like ten days ago, is the fact that TikTok. So it's been known that they suppress content, especially in uh, in Hong Kong. So interesting, Hong Kong the the protests were were massive over the summer and going into like autumn. Wow. I don't really use the word autumn a lot, but yeah. Beautiful
0: use of it. It's a great, autumn's a great time of the year. And,
1: and even into the winter. And then now it just died. Like the the whole, the whole media conversation about Hong Kong is just gone because in September, the Washington post post basically searched on TikTok for like the word Hong Kong or that this, the area, the city, Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. and found nothing. So TikTok scrubbed all of the Hong Kong protesters' content, suppressed it so that you couldn't find it, which is kind of scary.
0: Very scary. This may be reaching. Do you know who TikTok is, like, owned and operated by?
1: Yeah, so TikTok is actually owned by ByteDance, which is a Beijing-based company, so it's chinese Uh, And we, so our, our, this podcast might get suppressed now on Spotify. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Uh, Okay. I'm pretty sure Spotify. Should we cut all this?
1: Is Spotify a sweet, no, Spotify is a Swedish company, I think. It is. Yeah. So Sweden, Sweden, we like Sweden. Uh, We support Sweden.
0: Sweden, good.
1: Sweden, good. Uh, Sweden, not suppressing content. So that we like that. Uh, But anyway. TikTok is a Beijing-based company, and they've been known to have really intense content moderators, moderators. not unlike Facebook. Facebook also has content moderators, um, people that try to scrub disinformation. But TikTok uses their content moderators to suppress political information that may be contrary to what Beijing wants. And they also, as of recently, have been suppressing, we recently learned, that TikTok has been scrubbing content and, and kind of suppressing content that includes people that are deemed ugly Ooh. in environments that are deemed not pristine. And they do that by uh, not including it in their algorithm. So, th- I mean, that's kind of messed up.
0: I wouldn't, but, that's, that's why you're not seeing me on TikTok anywhere. Exactly, they're scru- they're scrubbing so- my ugly face from the TikTok world. How dare no, I don't they? I think
1: that's true. I think that TikTok would probably the algorithm would immediately notice your your
0: pure <laughs> facial perfection and automatically put you at the top. Boost of the, me to the, the top of the, of the feed. Boost me to the top yeah. of the list. But thanks, Dave. I mean that's
1: Dave. just scary. It's not. It's not something. So one, it's never good to have one person controlling or one person or one entity controlling what gets shown. But it's also a problem when. So, so TikTok has two ways of suppressing content. They can either censor it completely and get rid of your account, or they can suppress it. And by suppressing it, so let's say you post a video of your beautiful face. Thank you. But TikTok decides, you know, we don't support that. What they'll do is they'll allow that video to still exist. So if someone went to your page, they would find it. But it won't be included in the algorithm. So it won't be curated to someone else that doesn't know you. And so your reach, your ability to be viewed by people that you don't know is completely diminished.
0: And that's a, that's the whole point of getting on social media is to get out there, oh, yeah. express yourself. Enough sad TikTok talk. Anything to look forward to uh, edition eight?
1: Yeah, so, so one interesting thing while we've been talking, uh, my computer seems to have uh, been infected with the corona i think it might well
0: actually have you know COVID. what it was you know what it was yep. we were talking about TikTok so we suppressing about stuff beijing. beijing has hacked beijing. You. wow live hacking it was
1: either well it was either beijing or sweden whichever, com- whichever <laughs> country is is more i guess hopefully I'm, i don't i'm not deemed a threat to sweden i kind of like swedish people uh, i like swedish people yeah i mean what's not to like
0: they always seem very pleasant
1: pleasant uh swedish fish we're not entirely sure if they're actually from sweden or just name that but i we like
0: them swedish fish is like a top five candy of mine probably Mm. yeah when i'm when i'm getting out of chocolate because chocolate is probably the best sort of candy reese's pieces sheesh but then swedish fish is right up there too so hopefully it's not sweden hopefully it is just beijing yeah
1: that would be I guess that would I don't know if that would be better, but it would be good. yeah. well, okay. so so you asked what new content we may be looking forward to this week? So I, I've been kind of on a new trend where I try to write the whole newsletter on Friday, um, which I guess I'm just using the the stress of having to like produce something that like is relatively legible. Dave, are and you one,
0: are you procrastinating?
1: Well, so it's more of a, it's more of a, uh, I think there's a term called like strategic procrastination, where you, you like know exactly how much time it requires you to do something, but you purposely put it off so that you allow the stress levels to just absolutely kind of engender you.
0: Control your life. Uh, I think I experienced that all the way back, episode one of the all talk pod i put it off actually this was just straight procrastination i waited until new year's day to put out the first oh. episode wow <laughs> yeah wow, that's a that's
1: a hangover special right yeah it just, was so the, like, the hangover pod so you asked what type of new what we're looking at this week um and you also were talking about candy so that kind of, i'm i'm trying to segue in here you're doing and a great so, job We're talking about how the coronavirus, um, COVID-19, has really consumed the news cycle. Dominated. What we've noticed this week is that the news cycle has slightly shifted from pure uh, headlines about case counts, the virus spreading, to more of the virus and its effects on daily life, its effects on uh, businesses, and what, what is kind of changing in our world. Uh, because of the virus, and so there's obviously been—I mean, everything is changing. Um, this is one of the largest of—I mean, I don't even know—pandemics, largest and most impactful events
0: in probably in ever modern in, modern human history. I'm just going to throw. Yeah,
1: we probably have to look at some data points there to, to actually assert I, that fact, but I—I it, I I, I think it's probably pretty close.
0: I can get the research department on that.
1: Yeah, get uh, get your team on there. So that, so we've all seen aisles in like supermarkets just completely ransacked. Basically, you go there to buy something, there's nothing left. What I have kind of noticed is that there's a lot of there's a lot of foods and snacks that are gone. So like chips, gone. Um, really like really easy, easily consumable items. I'm I'm, um, example,
0: I'm a th- I'm a threat to the chip industry. Cause I'm yeah, well, I'm, then, I'm buying up chips right now.
1: So you, yeah, you're you're trying to seek an arbitrage play with some chips. Yeah, I, I understand. That's I think that's illegal now. Um, that's, it is. That's called profiteering. Well, so like chips, like Campbell's soups, easy uh, stuff, Jello, mac and cheese, like things that that aren't going to go bad ever. That kind of so one, they suit the psychological aspect of we don't know when this is going to end, and two, they taste pretty good. Before this virus, before this virus spread, um, a lot of these big CPG companies that focus on foods, kind of like your classics like Campbell's, Kraft, Heinz, they saw, where well, they have been seeing consumers just not buying their products, and that's that's our age consumers because one, their products aren't seen as healthy, two, their products aren't seen as like speaking to our generation. Our our generation seeks things that basically are like meant exactly just for what single person which is not a Campbell's chicken noodle soup Campbell's tomato soup Kraft or Heinz ketchup like that's just a generic Doritos Doritos well no I,
0: I, I love I'm Doritos not
1: really sure about Doritos but so anyway there are there are a lot of brands that were on the back burner that are owned by companies that have just been bleeding money and so in the past couple of weeks We've seen like Campbell's and General Mills, their sales have increased somewhere between 10 and 20% from February to early March, Sheesh. which, yeah, which is healthy. I, I still don't know if they're actually making money because they were in such a pit before. Anyway, what I want to, what this, so this actually could be a longer form piece, but what I want to look at is will, because we're buying these things, we're buying these products, These products are associated with a time, a very, very tangible time in our lives. Yes, it's negative, but will we have some sort of nostalgia for them? Will people start buying Campbell's Soup again after this or not? So I want to look at that. I don't know how many data points there are, but it's something that I'm, I'm interested in. But at the same time, I know, so my grandpa was in a submarine and he like wouldn't eat Canned foods and canned things because he like it just like gave him the heebie jeebies. That's and, all he
0: like, had in the submarine.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like, it was like processed like right because you're underwater for like I don't know like a month or something. Correct. Um, so maybe it could be also be a bad thing. So we'll see. I, I don't know. It's an evolving piece.
0: So you're thinking that if we're having, we're buying up all of like the <laughs> shitty doritos like i actually no not doritos we're not including that we're buying up all of the food that may not be associated with our market our generational market yeah. right now so do you think that in some time down the road we're gonna be like i want to eat all that food again or are you thinking that because we're having it in a negative i guess viewed time that this is the last time that we're ever gonna buy that food
1: well so initially i thought okay this is going to be. This is going to lead to a resurgence in brand recognition for, I mean, your classic CPGs. Literally, as we've been talking, I don't really know which way it's going to go. So that I'm going to investigate that. But either way, it's. Ne- I am sure that the brand, the owners of the brand, like, let's just say, uh, Jello. Like, th- there's like one guy that controls like chocolate Jello. Like that's his thing. Yeah. Um,
0: VP I'm of sure, Chocolate Jello.
1: I am sure that the Chocolate Jello guy is amped. That like there, are, there's nowhere that you can find Chocolate Jello in the world right now because everyone has it in their house and they're looking at the logo, they're looking at the chocolate, and they pull it out of their fridge and eat it and they're like, "Damn, this is pretty good."
0: I don't remember the last time Chocolate Jello. I think I had. I definitely had when I was growing up. Chocolate Jello. Am I missing out? Chocolate Jello. I feel like probably slapped pretty hard. You're right. Oh yeah. Chocolate Jello guy. The VP president of Chocolate Jello is partying it up right now. The dude is bathing in chocolate Jello right now.
1: And and the, the classic thing too is I did see. I think it was like a meme on Instagram the other day, and it was it was literally an aisle of of cereals empty. Except for, it was like a Jolly Rancher's flavored <laughs> cereal that no one, and, and I think the caption was like, even in in this environment, no one will buy your product. So that, that brand owner,
0: that brand, I, I can't remember the name At the that point that brand though, that brand you got to hang it up. Not
1: in a good place right now. He's not. I hope that people are watching out for his safety.
0: He's not bathing in chocolate jello right now. Correct. <laughs> Well, that's an exciting—I mean, I think that's something, uh, an aspect of the weather report that all of us listeners, our readers, really appreciate is your ability to get in and and look at things on a macro scale. So early identifying specific trends that that you're seeing in real life and and how they're impacting us. So the weather report's a great place to go in. And before this, Dave, honestly, I did not read anything. I can't remember the last— article anything whenever the last articles i read were just football stuff i read football articles but the weather report has been a great sort of transition from a really hardcore business newsletter to you where you're bringing us the facts and you're putting it into consumable words and relaying it back to our real lives as i guess i think my demographic is mostly 20 to 27 year old so it's been it's been a great read i think all of us have appreciated what you're doing so thanks to you dave for for putting out the content
1: yeah i'm glad that you appreciate my dry and and slow sarcastic humor so
0: it's like death by a thousand needles
1: yeah or death by a couple thousand words too many in a long-form journalistic piece
0: (laughs) that's exactly what it's like yeah beautiful Wow. Well, Dave, uh, we're looking forward to Edition come edition 8 coming out this week. Again, slightlycloudy.com. You guys can subscribe there to the weather report. Typically comes out uh, Friday evenings, you would say, Friday right?
1: Friday evenings. We, we try to – so, again, it's just me, but I, you, you gain a lot of credibility when you say we. But toss it out around 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, that's very fluid. It kind of depends on – this. How much is actually being done, um, and how quickly my fingers can actually type?
0: How many bud heavies you've had that day?
1: Yeah, well it's usually zero because I'm I've got stress levels to the roof. I haven't eaten anything all day,
0: and that's when the best writing comes about.
1: Correct. Yeah. When you
0: push yourself, really, push yourself to the edge.
1: You can really crank something out in an hour when you got stress levels like
0: that. When you got a deadline to meet. Correct. Well, uh, Dave, we're excited about it and get used to, to Dave joining the show. I think moving forward, we're going to be uh, hopefully in studio a little bit more, but yeah, definitely. every time of the week, we're going to be looking forward to having Dave back on um, the All Talk Pod, and, and we're going to tackle a couple of things that he wrote about from this week or maybe looking forward to the week ahead. So come in, get your uh, little taste of intellectual conversation uh, between David O'Hara Founder, editor in chief of the Weather Report, and myself.
1: I'm uh, I'm excited to see how this partnership evolves, Jeff. I'm I'm pretty amped.
0: I'm I'm also amped. Merch? Should we get some merch out? Wow. Do news Do newsletters Do newsletters put out merch? Uh,
1: yeah. You're like subscribe to the Morning Brew. No. Well,
0: anyway. I told you. I told you. Merch so I, I don't read anything.
1: Hard. They push their merch so hard. It's like if you send this newsletter to five of your friends you get like a coffee mug and it's like one i don't really want your coffee mug and two my friends are gonna think i'm just pushing this content way too hard like i don't so anyway i haven't i've never done it but i guess people do do that for a coffee mug we can coffee they have like coffee mugs stickers laptop covers uh
0: t-shirts so anyway that have merged opportunities it's there it's there good maybe an avenue that we'll explore later well dave crush the rest of that uh or do you just open a new butt heavy uh yeah, no, oh, still the same course yeah well of course well i'm looking forward to it dave uh thanks for the time get back to florida weather you've been spent some time on the golf course have have been hitting them yeah uh well we're we're really improving i, I think
1: i I marked my first score like this January, so it's been a long and arduous transition into the, the golf
0: world, Jeff. But I'm sure you're thriving. Well, yeah, I, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> All right, Dave, well we will uh we'll see you next week. Stay safe, wash your yeah, hands. I will. I will. Social distancing. Alrighty, before we get you on out of here into your weekend, Pete the Dumbass is back in our lives. Actually, just today, we saw some pictures of Pete with another lady who was identified as Kelly the Lawyer. Kelly, what are you doing? Kelly the Lawyer, if you don't recall from the numerous Bachelor recaps that we've completed here at the All Talk Pod. Kelly was far too good for Pete. She has a sturdy head on her shoulders. Pete, Pete's nickname is Pete the Dumbass, so I think that explains enough about them. But they were together. He was carrying her around on his shoulders, like, flipped her over, threw her over her shoulders, her feet were in the air, and they were, like, walking down the Chicago boardwalk or something like that. It it feels like at this point and I have not done any sort of follow up on Peter so this could this could just be out of left field but just seeing that picture I feel like Peter has been sort of ruined by the bachelor permanently to just where all of his interactions with females have to be taken to some like dramatic next level and that's where you get throwing a girl over your shoulders walking around on boardwalk at but if Pete was able to bag Kelly after everything that happened at the end of The Bachelor, or I guess really, for us, nothing happened at the end of The Bachelor, but you, you know what I mean, then good for him because she is clearly out of his league, especially with his performance this season, and the dude just weirds me out. I, Pete, no. No good for me. So Kelly, get out of there if you can. We'll continue to keep an eye on Pete's situation, see if anything Anything comes comes of it, and and this is I'm I'm just dying on one little piece to get us through this barren wasteland of life that we're experiencing right now. No sports hurts, but Cam Newton got released, my dude. Cam Newton, former quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, my NFC team that I rooted for because as a football fan, you gotta have your AFC team. Chiefs Super Bowl champions. I've been wearing Chiefs gear like no other since quarantine has started. Chiefs Super Bowl champions AFC team. Panthers, because of Cam Newton, had been my NFC team for the past few years. Cam was always my go to guy in fantasy. Big fantasy numbers would come from Cam Newton uh, back in his heyday, but he got released. And there's a few teams that are looking for him in the market. Chargers make sense. Could go down to Miami, could go up to the Patriots, which would be hilarious. So I'm excited to see where Cam Newton uh, ends up. But with him going away, the Panthers have sort of fallen off. I know I mentioned this last week, but the Redbirds, the Arizona Cardinals, are my new NFC team. Looking forward to cheering on the Cardinals alongside my dear friend, Charlie Labar. Shout out you Arizona listeners. Actually not a big market in Arizona. We're still killing it in the Midwest Kansas City, balling out for me. Missouri up there as well. My good, dear friends here in Dallas are probably on in third place when it comes to to listener size, and then it's just short of a mixed match. Twybell, we try to get New York listeners up, but I'm pretty sure we dropped off by a percentage, so way to go there. Nice performance, Twybell. But I still love you all for listening, and we're going to wrap it up. Episode 13 was obviously a treat. Every single episode has been a treat. To share it with you all, approximately 140 of you, of my closest friends, I was thinking, should we start calling you guys something, the listeners? I've heard talkers thrown around a little bit, but I'm not sure I I totally love that. I do love calling my 13 out of 13ers my best friends, because that's what you are. So if anyone has any good ideas of, of what you as the common listener should be addressed as collectively, let me know. And maybe we can uh, get a little something out. But we've got some weekend weather to look forward to. No bar of the week, of course, because while this is not technically a sadcast, because we're PVO, sadcasts are over for the time being until some, I'm sure some new tragic news is going to drop between now and next episode next Thursday. So who knows? Sadcasts could be coming back, but still no bar of the week. Only going to recommend that you guys hunker down, practice social distancing, stay active in your apartment. Dallas, Texas, if you are able to get out for just a little bit with only your household members, we've got some nice weather. 82 on Friday, sticking around in the 80s. Get out, get on a little walk, maybe do some sprints on your rooftop garage if you have one of those. One of my roommates, Joe Hayes, has been grinding on the parking garage roof so that's a that's a nice little compromise for you sheltering in place do some sprints on your parking garage roof saturday 73 and sunny sunday dominate it no matter what 75 and partly cloudy so some nice weather some positive uplifting weather get out tackle some walks you listeners in the non-dallas texas area if you have some sun, soak it up outside. I don't care if it's 30 and sunny. Still get those vitamins from the sun. It, vitamin C, vitamin D, it, it's one of the two. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. Stat department, check me on that. Stay active. Be productive. Dominate your weekend. Dominate your Friday if you're sliding right into your Friday. Wrap up the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy it. You know you do. Remember, we're on the road to 200. I'm extending it episode 20 episode 15 is in like two weeks and and that's just not gonna happen unless you guys do a good job i know i can count on all of you we're going to 200 listeners very excited about it like i said we're at about 145 140 right now so get out tell a friend about the all talk pod and we will see you all next week love you